You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. Wonderful, majestic world around us. It's time for Dear Science. Thanks to Motat, the museum inspiring the innovators of tomorrow. Kia ora, Davide. How's it going? Kia ora, Nick. All good. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm good. Looking forward to today. Some interesting topics. Yes, yes. We have like a wide range of topics today from uh, sociology to biology, let's say. We like, we like variants. What's the first topic you've got for us today, David? Uh, so talking about sociology, I'm going to talk about something that uh, is called honesty drain. Uh, we always heard about brain drain. Yeah. Uh, this is about honest people, you know, training, <laughs> uh, losing honest people. And um, yeah, this is, a, this is a, um, an interesting study that uh, uh, comes from Italy and mm. has analyzed in part Italy. Uh, and uh, honesty drain is basically a phenomenon that has been identified recently and talks about, describes the reduction of uh, uh, human capital mm. and uh, um, the economic resources in regions where there is uh, uh, quite a lot of rule breaking and cheating. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it's a, it's, a, it's a paper that has recently come out. It's, uh, it's titled Rule Breaking Honesty and Migration. Mm. All right. And uh, basically what the researchers have done, they have analyzed uh, some trends that they have seen in the southern part of Italy, which is, which is subject to migration because of historical reasons. You know, people tend to migrate to the north. Yeah. And they have seen that uh, it is a, there is a common practice in these uh, uh, parts, in some towns, especially where uh, uh, people cheat on the birth certificates of their kids uh, in order to actually claim um, a younger um, a, a younger birth, in the sense that if your kid is was born in December, they they basically claim that was born in January. Interesting. What what do, what do they stand to gain from changing the birth? So in some institutional environments, basically uh, that favor younger cohorts, having one year advantage mm. can actually uh, constitute quite an advantage, and that's why people tend to do this. But the study in this case analyzed not only the tendency of people. Uh, to do this, but also um, if this was actually kept up by migrants that would migrate from those areas of high cheating in areas of lower cheating, let's say. Interesting. Yeah, that, that, that's when they found something interesting, that there is basically a correlation, anti-correlation. So migrants uh, from the south and from areas that are... Uh, that are usually um, famous for higher levels of cheating on birth certificates would tend not to cheat when they migrate. Interesting. Or the so people they, their that migrate. Change. It's not that their behaviors change. It's probably the people that migrate are the honest people <laughs> that do yeah. not cheat, and the people that stay behind are the ones that tend to cheat. Uh, and of course, I mean, it's not about people in the sense, it's more about the environment and the environment mm. that these people feel uh, in the sense that if you are in an institutional environment that, that actually favors that kind of behavior, you tend to actually do it more. Uh, and that's, that is partially explained within the study by the fact that those kind of areas also have a political class mm. that is on average more corrupted. Uh, so it's it's a little bit of a self-feeding mechanism, let's say, where uh, where a dishonest uh, a cohort of uh, 
elect, you know, people that elect their representative, then they elect representatives that are not so honest <laughs> themselves. And the uh, cycle repeats. Exactly. So it, it creates like this, this vicious uh, spiral, vicious cycle by which areas uh, that have um, this, this high level of dishonesty tend to become more and more dishonest. Mm. And uh, in these areas, there is a very high number of scandals related to politicians that tend to cheat the system or being uh, affiliated to, 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 to criminal activities in whatever, in whatever form, right, corruption and stuff like that. And this is the south of Italy. This is south of Italy. Uh, by the way, that's where I'm from. So uh, don't, <laughs> don't, uh, don't 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 draw any parallels from oh. there, please. But, uh, no, no, it's a, it's a great place to be honest. But this is just a, this is just a study that is focused on the disparities between north and south because Italy is well known to have these disparities. Mm. Um, and uh, and as seen, uh, if this is a general phenomenon then of course this is applicable and transferable to other society. Yeah. You could draw the same parallelism you know, in some places in New Zealand maybe or in any other countries where, where a part of the country is behaving differently mm. or it's low socioeconomics respect, with respect to another part. I mean, if you got someone from Christchurch and Wellington in the same room, probably a couple of disparities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not sure where does the honesty drain come from. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so it was very interesting uh, to see. So there is a there is a correlation between honesty and governance. Interesting. So yeah. honest citizens make honest uh, governments. That's that's crazy. Yeah. More honest, at, at least more honest. <laughs> uh, not exactly fully honest, but uh, but anyway, this is a this is a different story. Uh, so on a different note, uh, I have another story for you if you'd like to hear it. I'd love to hear it. Right. So we are talking about coin flipping. Yes. Um, is it fair to flip a coin? One hundred percent, fifty-fifty odds, right? Right. That's what that's what they, all, they that's what they teach us, right? Uh, the reality is that it may not be as straightforward as we might think of. What? And uh, yeah, this this notion has been actually challenged by uh, a well-known mathematician. Uh, we, I have uh, his, his name is uh, uh, Percy Diaconis. Uh, Great name. Um, uh, yeah, I, I guess he's. Greek um, origin, um, but I think he lives in the US now. Anyway, in 2007, he um, made some um, claims that uh, coin flipping was not that fair as mm. we claim it to be. And, uh, and he, of course, I mean, he's a very interesting character, this guy. I've looked at his profile and he, he has also like a past as a, a professional magician. <laughs> so I don't know how he flips his coins, but the, the point is um, the purpose of this study was basically to assess the fairness of coin flipping and to see if this 50-50 uh, is actually true. Yeah. Uh, because this mathematician claims it is not, uh, the differences are small between one side or another side of the coin uh, flip. And uh, it, is, it is important in a way that historically coins have always been used to um, assess the outcome of mm. even important events. Because settle in some disputes, yeah. yeah. Exactly, settle disputes sometimes in order to form governments. You know, mm. when, when there is a tie and uh, in the past, you know, they just, they just toss the coin. But uh, what happens is, so they have basically, um, this, is a, this is a study across Europe, they have flipped coins uh, 351,000 times. 
in order <laughs> to an exorbitant <laughs> amount of time. Flipping yeah, imagine the flipping, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how they did it. Probably with machines, um, because I cannot imagine three hundred somebody <laughs> I, that flips a coin three hundred and fifty k. I was trying to flip some coins earlier today to see if I could do it. I kept dropping it. Yeah. So I, a, yeah. <laughs> imagine the Orstop editions, you know, that, that <laughs> yeah. needs to work. On, need to work on your hand after That's so many flips. Uh, but yeah, so what comes out of it is that the prediction of these mathematicians uh, were true. So he predicted that uh, you would have a, a slightly higher probability, approximately 1%, uh, to actually flip uh, the coin, that the coin would be flipped on the same side it was thrown with the, 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 say the face of the coin that was facing the air, right? Mm. And uh, this, this uh, happens to be true. Uh, and, and they estimated it to be 0.8%. So there is a 0.8% probability, higher probability, of having the coin landing on the same side of the, you know, the, the, the face that is facing the air. Uh, and this is because of a phenomenon that is called precession. Mm. And precession is a phenomenon uh, um, by which the coin, when flipped, tend to spend slightly more time in the air uh, with their initial side facing up because of the resistance of the air. Mm. And of course, I mean, you would never see it if you flip a coin uh, just 10 times, right? But on large numbers, then if you, if you would flip 100 times, you would have like a one time more on one side than the other with the side being the one where you have flipped. As um, uncanny uh, because we always talk growing up, it's 50-50, right? Like you do probably at school. My brother actually used to come to me and he'd be like, Heads I win, tails you lose. And that's how you get me, uh, you, you, know, you know, the old classic, but that's incredible. Now you know the trick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, you, if you say heads, just make sure that head is facing up. One more time in a hundred. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> heads, heads you win, tails. Yeah, he'd be exactly. like, heads I win, tails you lose. Oh. And yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, don't tell him. <laughs> uh, all right, so um, I have got another story, a very yes. quick one about uh, uh, biology, biology mm. and biological systems. You know, that's that's kind of the area I'm interested in the most. And we are talking about uh, um, new enzymes that have been discovered with a with a with a wide um, team of researchers, which were in Austria and uh, Germany. Mm. Uh, so we are talking about the IMB, very very good institute in Mainz, and uh, uh, Max Peretz Labs in Vienna. Uh, so um, very very um, prestigious, let's say, institutions. Anyway, they, they looked in something that I thought many people don't know about, and it's uh, uh, innate immunity uh, against um, things that belong to us, against our own genome. Mm. Uh, I don't know how many of you, uh, uh, you know, we always think that the threats for what concerns immunity come from bacteria and viruses, right? Mm. Because that's the pathogens we are exposed in the outside. The reality is that there is a third, um, uh, element that that can actually harm our genes, which are our genes. In what sense? Um, sometimes during the events of replication, there's little bits of genes that actually break off, yeah. and they can travel and they can insert themselves in other fractions of our genomes, and they are called the transposing elements. And of course, I mean this creates mutation, which can lead to aberrant mutations, which can lead to disease, i.e., for example, cancers. Right, mm -hmm. uh, so there is a, 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 a problem right there because you have these these transposing elements that travel around and then they they, they put themselves somewhere, 
in the genome. And this happens over time more and more, right? Yeah. Uh, probably that's why the rate of our mutations <laughs> also increases with age. But the, the point is um, organisms have developed uh, actually very uh, good defense against their own bits of genes that break off and, and transpose uh, somewhere else. And uh, these researchers have actually identified a unique enzyme that can um, activate immunity against these transposing elements. Uh, this enzyme is called PUC and uh, um, is, is a new enzyme. It's never been seen before, even like structurally. But very, very briefly, this enzyme actually binds some bits. Um, uh, this enzyme is involved in creating some bits of other molecule, which is called uh, PIRNA, PWRNA is called, the, the, these molecules. And these are like um, signals for the immune system to actually activate against transposing elements. Mm. Um, so this enzyme creates these little signaling molecules and uh, these little signaling molecules then activate other sets of proteins that protect us from the transposing elements. Um, so imagine like if we now can use this enzyme to actually produce all sorts of like signaling molecules in order to develop therapeutic strategies against um, genomic mutations that we don't want. Incredible. Um, so it's, it's quite relevant. It may not seem a big deal, uh, but I thought it was a, an interesting story to introduce a concept that in, not many people may be familiar with, which is the transposing elements. Maybe five years time we'll get an update on that. That's incredible. Yeah. We'll see. Well, thank you, Davide, and thank you, Science. My pleasure. Well, I didn't know that before. Dear Science, thanks to MOTAT, the museum inspiring the innovators of tomorrow. That was a 95BFM podcast. To hear more, head to 95BFM.com slash bcasts.